Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. I thought you were going to try and sneak in there, so I gave you no gap. You gave me no, but, you know, I thought about it and I was like, right, he's not a great looking guy. He smells real bad. I'll give him a chance with just, you know, just having his name on the signing on it first. So that, that, that's the highlight. That's my present. <laughs> Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. <laughs> best wishes. It is the best part of my week is saying my name first. And you <laughs> took that away from me last week. I did. And it's it taken me done. a whole seven days to recover. But now I've recovered and we're going to ask you guys and girls out there, if you enjoy the show, then please just go out there, yes. like, subscribe, share with share. your friends, share with your enemies, yeah. share with everyone. Share with your enemies. Share with anyone, mate. But if you've got we're an enemy... We're not picky. Yeah, but... It, Obviously, yeah, this I'm, is very I'm sitting true. here with you. If I was picky, that would be a first place I'd Lucky start. Lucky I've got my nostril guard on, so I can't smell you. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, yes. it is... Oh, breaking news. Yeah, I got well, it wrong you, last week, You did get it wrong, yeah. And I've even had to scroll up to see what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Right, my first uh, news flash... Um, how one school produced a quarter of the 2021 Black Fern 7 squad. That's, v- that's very impressive, isn't it? But also, I think, you know, when I was at school, back when I was a young rooster, this school was prolific with the amount of kids that were going to age group sort of, you know, all blacks, in inverted commas, kind of yeah. thing. What, what, what school is it? It's Rotorua... High school, but this this is Rotorua Girls High School, yeah. And I always talk about Rotorua Boys High School, so it's it's the Rotorua region that is very very good at producing young rugby talent. It's really interesting because it, it's amazing how it flitters from one to the other, and that's the great thing about New Zealand rugby when it comes to schoolboy. No sort of school area seems to dominate 
for any great length of time. No, that's right. Because when I was growing up, it was Christchurch. Right. That in, did, in New Zealand or just in Christchurch? <laughs> yeah, in New Zealand. But then, like, when I was much younger, yeah. it was the Auckland regions. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, I know the Giz- Gizbos had, had its They talented, had their flurry. Had their flurry as yeah. well. So it is interesting, isn't it? Like, you know, whereas over here. And I think I think it's sort of the Hawke's Bay now that's doing really well. Yes. I think Hastings Boys Hastings High School is. Boy, yeah. The, that, I tell you, it's a great show on YouTube. It's like all or nothing, Hasting oh, okay. Boys. Oh, really? Yeah, really good. Wow. Highly recommend it. Slightly recommend it less than this show, but you know, oh, if you like this yes. show, you'll like that you show as well. You might like it. Just again. <laughs> but so it sort of almost comes down to one person, they said in this, um, in this article, and that's Holly Graham. So she isn't even the rugby coach. She's the touch rugby coach for these girls. And she just says it's all about hand-eye, you know, catch and pass, all that sort of jazz. So she's a tu- touch rugby? Yeah, touch She doesn't rugby. do any of the contacts. No. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So all about quick feet, hand-eye, you know, passing, all that sort of jazz. And it's it's sort of um, strung itself to the 15s game. Well, you know Benji Marshall? Yes, he was, yes. Well, that's I've where seen he, highlights. That's where he got found. Yeah. He didn't get Same found. with Sean. Shantane. Happy? No. No? <laughs> I Sean, don't know who that is. Oh, Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So those guys, they didn't actually play rugby, they played touch. Yeah. And they were found from the touch scene. Yes. And yeah. they were taken into rugby league. And you know, it's basics though. It's going back to basics. It's Can the, you catch yeah. and pass? Brilliant. Touch rugby is all about oh, quick hands. Touch quick rugby feet. is amazing, isn't it? It's a good it's a good sort of way, a doorway into rugby itself. Yeah. Because if you're not that keen on contact, touch rugby's fantastic. Question A is, is you know, maybe in a couple of weeks is, do, do, do you think more schools in around the world will play touch over tackle? Well, I still think you're, you're touching them. Tag rugby, potentially. I hate tag rugby. Hate it. Mate. Yeah, but you're not going to get Just any rugby, village, though, are you? Village. Oh, I didn't mind it at school. Mate, My hips it, don't lie, mate. They could... Pretty much dislocated. <laughs> boom, boom, bang. Knock someone out with those hips. It's like J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate, what's your first one, eh? Oh, top that bad boy. I can't, <laughs> that's, that's the problem, I can't top it. Well, I've got Dane Coles. Dane Coles had a, a little guy. had a little mention in the news that he this might be his last year. Do you think that's a little bit like... And a, a couple of stories recently where he's just sort of fishing, fishing for a new contract from the RFU. Potentially fishing sort of for saying, compliments. No, Dane, you're so good. Exactly. He is very good, though. And do you know what I like about him? He's not really talking about going overseas. He's talking about just retiring. Would he go into a coaching role? Hope down, so. Maybe years down the line. Yeah, I, I would. I you'd think so. He 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 seems like because he was almost like he, he was the front runner of the the modern day hooker, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, he, he is. Uh, he did change the way yeah. the game was played in that position, wasn't it? And then you think about all around the world, Jamie George coming yeah. in for England. You know, is that kind of replacement? But I suppose he does have a couple of good players underneath him, knocking on Cody knocking Taylor, on yeah, Amua. Asafa Moore, yeah, he's good, isn't oh, he? Oh, I like Asafa Moore as yeah. well. 
But he's he's a Dane Cole almost like player like, isn't he? Would you give they him another a... contract? You were the NZR for you, Dane Coles. Yeah. How old is he? Well, I, I look. I, who cares about how old he is? Would well, you I, give I, him I, another I, another I, contract till the Rugby World Cup? No, yes I, or no? I do care. Well, wh- why does it make any difference whether or not he's? Let's say he's thirty-five now. Okay, that's he's going to be thirty-seven. That's then. quite old. But he's not, is he? He's going to be like twenty-eight. No, he's 30. not twenty-eight, though, is he? He's 34, I think. I saw it somewhere. Right. So he's 34. Okay. That means he's going to be 36. It doesn't matter his age. 34. Eight, mate, age, suggested this season that it'll be last try. Age is just a number. It's how you feel inside. That's what I always tell my older girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> <The> boyfriends. Only, <laughs> the only problem I have is, is I'm 41 and I feel <laughs> 51. Feel. Would I give him a new contract the way he played the last season? Yes. I, but he I, would also be a good person to have in your team. He'd be a great person. But to have almost in your team. a bit like Sam Whitelock. The you know, own, he wasn't that good maybe a year or so ago, and then he came into his own this year. Yeah. But he's also in that leadership role. I think COVID did him well when I talk about his injuries. You know, remember he used to have tape White on Lock. his knee. No, um, oh Dane, Dane Coles. Mm. He used to have tape on his knee, tape on his elbow, and then obviously that long rest he came back no tape anywhere yeah and he played great rugby the only negative that i can think of is sometimes he gives away penalties he can be a bit hot-headed at times and yeah, but that's it's uncontrolled hot-headedness though there was you know in that argentinian game like he did the old push the, the push. face the face push yes so he led to a yellow card that, did that yeah so that that didn't cost us the game, but you know didn't help us. That's for sure. But anyway, I'd love to see him. He has said never say never, especially with Roger Tuivasa Shek. Not that I'm even pronouncing that correctly. No, Coming to no, rugby, no, no, it'd no. be awesome to play with someone like him. Tuivasa Shek, I think. So yeah, I can see. Hopefully, that they're going to give him a little extension. And he has said, you know, I'll play until the coaches say that's enough. That'll be a hard conversation if you're a coach. Sorry, Dane. You're just not good enough. You too, old mate. You're on the way out, bud. Yeah. Over to your story, yeah. mate. Yeah. They're just not good enough. Now, this could relate to many, many things, couldn't it? Could relate to my performance as a teacher. <laughs> just your, not, your performance you're is just a, not good enough. <laughs> your performance as a human being? <laughs> <laughs> After a night out with the missus? Sorry, Damien, this is just not good enough. Your performance was lacklustre. You're so leaping on the couch. My my birthday was a letdown. <laughs> You've underperformed. Again. Again. No. Uh, Roses, is, chocolates oh. for Valentine's Day. Um, Some oldie flowers. Right, mate. You've you're, you're going too far. You're going too far. Yeah? I've got plenty more. Warburton. Time. So Sam Warburton, ex yeah, the bread, Welsh the bread maker, yep, ex Welsh, <laughs> Welsh coach, uh, captain, calls for Italy to face Six Nations relegation playoff. I absolutely agree. <sighs> for years, Italy have under, you know, you want to see some development. Now, I, I kind of felt like I have seen some development yeah, in their attacking I'm game. Sorry, but if there is going to be a relegation, who's gonna who's gonna go and take the spot? 
in well, Europe, who's going I know, to take well, this spot? It's only really Georgia, isn't it? They're not going to take this spot, I, know, I don't think. But, but at least give them the chance to take their spot. That's the question you want to ask. Yeah, but how many games would you play? Would it be a one-off? Would it be a three? Do you know what's going to happen? Every year? Do you know what's going to happen? I'm not sure what's going to happen. But South Africa are going to take their spot oh, in the Six yeah. Nations, aren't they? But then I, I did a little bit of writing here, and I know you can't probably read it, but the way England played, Italy might beat no. them. No. <laughs> now you've been ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, well. Don't count your chickens before they hatch, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I, um, I'm sorry, um, but you, um, you can't say that. I know they got beaten 50 points to 10, but that's against a good French team. Now, potentially, Sam could have said this at the end of the Six Nations. If Italy had not performed at all... People have been saying it for a long time, though. Yeah, but I'm sorry, you can't say it at the start of the no, Six Nations. You, you can't know, say it first game in. You, you are right. You are right. It's not fair on Italy. It's not fair on all the other teams that have got to go and play them as well because, you know, now everyone's expecting them to get beaten by 50. Yeah. And it won't happen, will it? We we know that, I mean, England, I think, will bounce back and potentially beat them by a large number. Yeah. As I've predicted on the old Super Brew app. Um, but I can't see others beating them comfortably. No. But the problem is, is that where I have seen some development is in, in their attack. But, man, they were... They were poor, like really poor. I yeah. mean, France were great, but you got to remember France weren't even full strength. No, but they're still good, bud. Very, very good. Almost as good as Israel Folau, who apparently, I love the story, by the way. I love the story. So as we all know, former Wallaby fullback Israel Folau was bombarded with gay pornography after joining his team's WhatsApp group. Now, how, that's how do you, what you love call, that story? No, I, just, I just think, isn't that just... It's a bit of karma. Isn't that just whoever's done that is that guy in the team? <laughs> you know, only one guy, but there's always a guy yeah, that does always, that. It takes it maybe a little bit too far, but and, some and, would and, say he took it too far. And break the ice. <clears throat> there's, you know, elephant in the room, I mean, as they say. breaking a lot of things, I think. <laughs> <laughs> breaking a few uh, WhatsApp protocol rules. Yes. Um, but it came out. In the, in the news, and I thought, you know what? There's probably a lot of people out there who who maybe didn't want to play with them. True. And what better way to kind of get over all of the the walking around on eggshells than just sort of being really blatant up front and see how he deals with it? What is impressive is the fact that, by all accounts, he didn't he did fly. Deal with it. He didn't fly off the handle and no make a big deal of it and things like that. So anyway, it's interesting because it is hotting up because the, is it the, not the Rabbitohs, is it? I'm it's, not sure who's trying to sign him. It, it was one of the, um, who's he currently playing for? Uh, the Dragons. Dragons. It's the Illawarra Dragons have said, after making that little statement about, or oh, we might be interested. Right. Everyone kicked off, and as we said, what do they do? No, 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 we were never serious about it. Yeah, the, oh, is that, that's what I said. Yeah. Wow. So they've literally you know, done a bit of fishing, worked out that no one really wants them yeah. back, so they just cut their cloth accordingly. Yeah. So he's not coming back anytime soon. There by you looks go. Like. There you go. Oh, I was just about to read the other one. Uh, Owen Farrell, not in the top eight England fly halves. Is this of all time? 
I'm not sure it's of all time, but it's regarding his performance uh, on the weekend. See, I've got a real problem with this. Okay. What now, do you like? You know. Do you like Owen Farrell? You know. No, no, no. Just answer the question. No, I don't. Okay. Right. Don't like how he looks. <laughs> don't like how he sounds. <laughs> don't like how he plays. I don't like how, anything. I, I'm only joking. Apparently, he's a great bloke. Yeah. Apparently. I've met him. Never seen that side of him, but apparently, he's a great bloke. You know, all right? But I don't like this comment because Owen Farrell is Owen Farrell. And what I mean by that is he's never played any different. It's not like he had an absolute shocker on the weekend. He just did what Eddie Jones told him to do. So you can't... And they lost. You so, can't pin it on one bloke. Absolutely. He kicked all his goals, and he's an amazing kicker. Mm. And he's a very, very good tactical kicker. But he's just following the game plan, which is not his game plan. It's Eddie Jones's. But then the article goes on to um, to sort of bag Saracens. Now, there were... Uh, well... There was Owen Farrell, Jamie George, Elliot Daly, Mario Atoje, who hadn't played any rugby I know. since the last international break. So it the is autumn amazing, international, isn't it? Sorry, Autumn Nations Cup final. And that's December. So we're talking about sort of two months where they haven't played any rugby. Now, I think Billy Vonapola had... He's played a couple of games. He played a couple of games. Um, so, but I'm sorry, you just you can't as a professional athlete if you're out for two months. And I know he's probably been training and all that sort of thing, but he's not game fit. Did you know? There's, there's a, a few you know, of them that are not game fit. I don't think they're not game fit. I, I I tell you where people have got this idea from. Okay, so this is what this is. This annoys me. It annoys me because these are educated people saying things that don't make any sense. They're comparing those players from Saracen to Argentina, right? So Argentina didn't play any rugby, went, went into into Australia, all got COVID, were training in hotels, right? And then went and played the All Blacks. Yeah. That's what people think. That's yeah, actually maybe. not what happened. What happened was this. Argentina didn't play any rugby, correct, Argentina flew to Australia, correct, got into a COVID, got COVID, went into the hotel, correct. It was all correct. So they, they, they all got COVID? Well, a lot of them got COVID, yeah. Right, okay. But then they played two yeah, they played warm-up, warm-up matches. matches. Yeah. Directly before the All Blacks yeah. against two decent Australian teams. Yeah. Got found their feet and played. Owen Farrell hasn't played a competitive game for two months. Yeah, that's what I mean. So... Are they match fit? I tell you what, they they are might be physically match fit, yes. but mentally, you know, they've they just yeah, weren't up to the challenge. Elliot yeah, Daly, the, Elliot Daly definitely wasn't up for the challenge. Looked like a schoolboy out there. He hardly got any ball to be fair to him, but yeah, but um, when he did, he was, you know, he was a bit lackluster and yeah. But I just hate it how people say, "Oh, well, the Argentinians." And the other thing about Argentina is they always play with passion. Oh, yeah. And, you know, passion gets you up for a lot of things. Do Definitely. England play with passion? I'm not saying they're not. but they're Cal not. cut a cup. It's not like, you know, Scotland play with passion. Yeah. Wales play with passion, don't they? Yeah. France can at times play yes. with passion. But you don't really no. like in, I mean, New Zealand don't really play with passion. No, neither do Australia. You know. So I don't think. No. 
But then, then there's a sort of another sub uh, headline: Vonapola. <laughs> if we didn't know the pubs were closed, <laughs> he'd swear he'd been in one. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's so out of shape. God, that's really, harsh. You know eh? what though? I, before reading that that uh, news headline, I, I when I looked at him, you know, I tell you what, my body's not a temple. I I have to admit, you you mate. If you could go onto YouTube and have a look at this fine young man next to me, right? In great physical net. You can't tell. Not, How can you tell? Not so much. Well, I've... I've <laughs> For God's uh, sake. <laughs> um, myself, a few, um, a few love handles here and there. But, a lot of loving in them. But big Billy Bonapola... He was big. As a professional sportsman, yep. you wouldn't expect him to... Did he play well? No, and I don't think he's played well for a number of No, I think he's months. almost worried about the injuries as well because he's got a couple of forearm injuries, hasn't he? And I just don't think he's as, as explosive he, no. as he once was. And I think once you lose that edge, you only need you to lose... You lose that momentum, don't you? Yeah. And you, move, you lose that go forward. So, it's, yeah. But, you know, it was... And I can kind of see where this article is or is coming from and where it's going. You know, they're not... They're not playing rugby. Now, I know they need a rest and all that sort of jazz, but I don't know. Maybe they just got overturned. Well, we are going to go into a little bit more detail, isn't it? And the last topic I've got, which links it all in together, is enough's enough. Mike Brown, ex-fullback, has said... He's chirped up quite a lot lately, though, hasn't he? Well, he plays with a bit of passion, does Mike Brown. Um, He says Owen Farrell should be dropped uh, and George Ford should start. And again, what about the bloke from Exeter? Yeah, I, mate. I, they you know, they've got quite a few lining up. To they be do, fair. but the, the honest truth is, Owen Farrell just it's does what Owen Farrell does. I don't think Owen Farrell played badly on the weekend, but that's what you get with Owen Farrell. You do not get an attacking fly off. No, you get a damn good kicker, and generally, when games are tight, he'll win you the match with his boot. But you don't get a player that sets his backline light, and especially. Now that they don't have um, Manu Tuolangi, then they don't have any go for it. No, they they don't have that pizzazz in the middle of the pitch. No. Also, what did you think of their tops? Oh, I didn't like them at all. Can I just say it? It looked, it looked like the Jap- the Japanese blossom, cherry blossom. It did, yeah. If you zoom in on it. I know, it's completely different, isn't it? Yeah. It's not even their logo. No, you know, like, it's or, brand or, new, but are they looking for a new sponsor? Because there's nothing else on I think the they shirt. must be. They must be looking for like, a new sponsor. Like, you know, a, a cricketer. Yeah, no, no stickers might on not, the bat. not know what cricket is, but, you know, it's always a lot of advertising on the on the bats. And, you know, when they're looking for a new one, they, they strip it, don't they? So it kind of looks like that. It does, yeah. It does. I thought exactly the same thing. I looked at them and thought, oh, yeah. In between sponsors, lads. Yeah. And then secondly, thought, looks really weird. All around the Twickenham was the English Rose, the the logo. Yeah, the normal one. And then and they've, got, they've this, got this huge this thing. blossom, this cherry blossom. It's weird, eh? Very, very weird. Interesting. Very, very weird. I did have one more story, yeah, you mate. did, which was fantastic. Did you want me to cover it? Yeah, yeah. I almost overlooked it because Toby's all about cutting down the length of the podcast. 
Yeah, it's because I'm tired. Don't worry, it's 45 minutes to the dot, and if we go over 45 minutes, I'm going to walk out the door. I'm glad you've quoted me in my accent. (laughs) Get on with it, man. (laughs) So Marty Banks, before he became this cult hero, he went and played in Russia. And what he found out was that the team that he played for had links to the mafia. Class. And apparently he did this uh, interview when he got back to New Zealand and it was put out in Russia and he got a little comment back. Did he? Yes. Which basically said, Marty Banks, we remember you. Don't come back. Wink. And he really kind of got worried about this really? about this comment, yeah, because the next day he went to try and find it and it had been taken down. Oh, no. But yeah, very interesting lifestyle, he said over there. He said that... I wonder how much he was getting paid. Yeah, well, I think he lived a pretty good life over there. Apparently, you know, he went out to like the owner's resort and right. there was AK-47s there. There was marijuana growing in the wild fields. That's good. He said it was just madness. Sounds like a fun time. It sounds like, you know, Russia. <laughs> it sounds like only in Russia can you. But yeah, he's he's done a lot of things. He's sort of a bit of a journeyman, and then he had his amazing run for the Highlanders. And you know, there's a few people. Am- amazing a few, run. A few. Well, he won the Super Rugby title. He won. Not single-handedly. He kicked the winning goal, mate. <laughs> Marty Banks, a few people were saying that he should play for the All Blacks. It's like Stephen Donald. Oh, yeah, he's a hero. He He is a hero. He kicked one goal. He is a hero. He kicked one goal. Don't try and tell me Beaver's not a hero. (laughs) That name says it all, really, (laughs) bud. Righto, results. Yeah, I like how you moved for some. Yeah. You want to go first? Yeah, Exeter had a uh, small win against... Uh, the Newcastle Falcons, 15-9. Uh, <clears throat> there's some really high-scoring games. Yeah, the Leicester Premiership. Tigers, 41. Yeah. Worcester Warriors, 24. Oh, we, oh we, sorry, sorry. I thought you kind of <laughs> took over. I was like, all right, we, we. big fella. <laughs> eh? uh, 32-26 to to London Irish against Gloucester. Bath, 15. Harlequins, 28. Ooh. Two wins in a row. Bath slumping to another. And at home as well. Yeah, poor. Poor. Uh, Bit of an upset here, I reckon. Northampton Saints, 22. Wasps, 17. And then Bristol losing to Sale Sharks. Yeah. 13 points to 20. That spices up the top of the table, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I suppose it does. But um, Bristol still first. uh, Exeter still second. And and Sale, I think, moved to third. Yeah. But Um, I I would say some good rugby, mate. Genuinely some good rugby. Wasps were, were down on men. Um, Harlequins played really well again, and Leicester Tigers, who were a team that was a joke, forty-one points to Worcester Warriors, who who yeah. did okay, who did okay. Internationally, we had Wales versus Ireland. Wales uh, twenty-one, Ireland sixteen. Red card, early doors, early doors kind of killed the game, but I think Ireland still had an opportunity. I oh, definitely they had that kick in the corner. They definitely in the red, and he I think actually both teams, England losing to Scotland now. <clears throat> yeah, now it would be fair to say we all thought that England were going to win. Yes, hundred percent. But you would uh, be silly uh, 
not to think that I think before the game that they were they were going to lose. The only thing I would say is before the match start, and I know you cannot believe me if you want hindsight, right? Before oh, the no, game, I, I thought that the game was going to finish eleven points to six to Scotland, and that's how it finished. Looking at the Scotland team, I thought to myself, backline wise, I would rather <coughs> have had the Scottish backline than the English backline. But I would be fair to say that I was worried that the Scotland Ford pack would be overpowered by the England. But when you look at it, and we're going to go, I'll go into this in a minute, because of the replacements that took part, it really evened that era up. And Scotland were the better team. Honestly, England didn't have that bad a day. So many Scotland, penalties, though. Scotland, it's like when Argentina played New Zealand, Argentina were the better team. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Italy 10, France 50, absolute mullering them. Yeah, Toby, that. what that. caught your eye? Well, you see, I didn't actually watch that much. Uh, Scotland's kicking game was fantastic against England. Uh, territory kick, territorial kicks. Stuart Hogg's kick. Oh, my. Oh my there God. were a couple of kicks of his, though. Under the high that, ball. That, did you see that they, spiral? You know the one I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah. It was like 80 metre kick. Yeah, all the way to the corner. I don't think I've ever seen a kick that big. I have. Off your boot. In the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, With a massive hurricane <laughs> behind it. But even, under, no, into a headwind, bud. <laughs> um, even the high ball, they're testing the, the back three of England. And I know it was windy, wet, but England didn't really have an answer to it. Now, there was a moment near the start. England normally start really well in these games. And they built pressure. And they built pressure. And they got into Scotland's 22. And then Ben Youngs gave this disgusting pass. And the new lad, Redpath, who I thought had a great game, he left foot punted it down the field and it evaporated all that pressure. And then from that point on, England just did not look like they had a chance. But they built that beautiful pressure that we're yeah. so used to seeing them. You know, quick and then ball just quick ball, out. And then Ben Young's passed it to no one. But also, England's kicking game wasn't great. You well, that, know, they were kicking they, it straight to the man. Yeah. They were kicking out on the full. It was just... The box kick that they normally... Ben employ. Young's needs to go as well. Oh, he he hasn't been poor, playing well right? for quite a while. He was very, very poor. Very, I thought this weekend was an upside-down weekend. You know, I would have said that Ireland would have going to beat Wales. Yeah. I would have said England were going to beat France. Yeah. I would have said... Italy that, would have beat, beaten France. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, I would have said that Bristol would have beaten Sale Sharks. Yes. Uh, I would have said that Wasps would have beaten... You know, it was one of those weekends where there was lots and lots of upsets. Yeah. But were they upsets? And now looking and seeing how they're playing, I don't see why people are talking about Ireland as this fantastic team that are going to win the competition. England will still win the Six Nations. I yeah. So let's go over the, the let's go over a couple of things. I think England were poor for a number of reasons. England's team, the selection of the team was a poor selection. Eddie Jones wants England to beat teams up with 
physicality. Mm. He had out big Billy Vinopola. He didn't turn up. No Underwood, no Sinclair, no Marco Vinopola, no Ma'a Tuolangi. Ma'a? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Ma'a. Um, no, no, no Tuolangi. So, therefore, their replacements were just not up to it. No, they, they weren't. weren't. They didn't replace them I'd like I'd never seen like. some of them. Yeah. Um, some of them were journeymen as well. I, I, I think uh, the flanker that started, I can't remember his name now, but started, you know, he's not a di- dynamic player. No. They didn't. You think they had Billy Vinopola, who's a ball carrier. I don't think Maratoji's that good a ball carrier. No, not anymore. Jamie Jamie George, okay, not bad ball carrier, but but that was it. So nothing in the backs, no, no. ball carriers in the backs. And Eddie Jones, but also those are players that haven't style. played rugby for a, a, an extended period of time. Yeah. So I just think that England got their selections wrong. I think England's game plan was wrong with yeah. the team that they had. I thought, I mean, Scotland were were exceptionally good, yes. but I think Scotland are a good team. Yeah. So moving forward, I can see Scotland beating Wales. I can see Scotland beating Ireland. I can't see Scotland. Or was beating, it a one-off match? No. Do you not think so? No. Th- Do you think this is Scotland's time to win the Six Nations? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they've got a big enough squad. So no, let's you're right. say Red Path or Hog goes Finn down. Russell. Finn Russell goes. They mm. don't have the replacements. No. And that will come. And also, France will match them physically, and and they've got depth. And they've got depth. Or more depth. And they've got one heck of a backline as well. Absolute fire. Absolute fire. Absolute fire. I have no idea why that happened. I think we're still recording. We're still recording. We're still recording. Yeah, we're still recording. So um, the TV on the thing, that the monitor that we check it's ourselves just so, on. It's like a mirror for Damo. He's like, oh, is my hair okay? Or what I've got left of it anyway? Uh, no, it's Red not. card. It's, not. <laughs> it's my receding forehead showing. Forehead? Or five head, sorry. Yeah. Red card. Early doors, I think yeah. it was in the thirteenth minute or something. Um, did it change the game? Red cards always change the game. They always change the game. And yeah, it was a red card though. Right? Yes, he just he, he did. Had, he know what he was doing. Yes, he did, didn't he? Because he he sort of tucked his arm into a chicken wing. Yeah, boom. But you know, Ireland still had their chances. Wales had their chances to go. A long way ahead. I thought Wales played well. Well, yeah, Wales did play well, but the missing link there is a fullback who who can attack. Because you've got Dan Bigger who can kick. Yeah, you don't need Lee Halfpenny on the pitch. So pick someone who's more attacking, and more dynamic, back, more dynamic. Yeah, they've got he, a couple of quick wingers too, don't they? Oh, Samet, uh, fourteen. Wow, he he is. He looks like a sprinter. Oh, he not is not a rugby player. He is proper quick. Yeah, he is. I've seen him play for his club a few times. Rapido. He is proper, proper quick. Yeah. yeah. I think he might have been he's one of these English Welsh that could play for both. Unlucky, steady Eddie. Steady You've been done lost, at your own game. Lost out there. <laughs> I think he has been done in his own game. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. Everyone's talking up Ireland. I just didn't see it. No. Ireland are too old. Like Wales are too old. What but, do you think of Ireland's back line? I just don't see Johnny Sexton being dynamic enough anymore. I think Henshaw and Ringrose are quite exciting in the midfield, but yeah. don't think there's that much really no. on the wings. 
Kiwi on the wing. Yeah, mate, unfit. He did look a bit unfit, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, looks like he's not playing Test Match Rugby. No. Well, it's his first match, so. But how good were France? So good. Teddy, Just great Teddy, to watch. Teddy Toller. I mean, he's got to be my wing man crush. Oh. He just glides. He does, doesn't he? How good are his feet, though? <laughs> They're absolutely... <laughs> I mean, are people like criticising him because he's up and down? That's a bit French for you. But, man, he was he, He's a little it, bit injury-prone, too. I think his knees aren't great, but Dupont. Oh, Best yeah. halfback in the world at the moment? Nah, Arisman, mate. Oh. No, it's so Dupont. Eh? Do you think yeah, so? Yeah, I think Dupont is awesome. He's so good. I think the difference is, if you ask me who's got the best pass in the world, Aaron Smith. Yes. Who makes the best decisions, Aaron Smith. But as a complete game. best, He's got a great running game, doesn't he? Wow. Great yeah. running game. Always on he's the shoulder hard, of that eh? break. He's hard as. He's got a head like a bulldog. Yeah. Man Barbie. No, what's his name? Ken. Ken, Ken Doll. Ken Doll. Looks like Ken Doll. I was really impressed, though. With France, I was really impressed with Scotland. I thought Wales, fantastic, they got to win. I thought... They um, need it as a nation, I guess. And like, a, you know, as a rugby team, they need it though, don't they? Yeah. And who they played? They played 13. Um, winger played at... Um, George North played at 13. Yeah, he did, played yeah. Played really well. And he, I know he's played there a couple of times, but he he's genuinely played pretty well. Yeah. And I think that's his position he has to play now can't be playing on the wing anymore. He's not dynamic enough, I don't He's think. He's not dynamic enough for the wing. But yeah, it's really good. Um, France, do you think France, when they play England, will win it? Where is it being played? I believe it's at Twickenham. Um, when are they playing them? Not this coming week, are they? No, England have got Italy. Oh, That'll be a good confidence booster then for them, won't it? <laughs> they need it. Um, will they beat France on the performances of this weekend? No. No, but we're not going on the performances of this weekend. Well, we are, aren't we? Aren't we? No, okay. I'm asking a question. You well, can't say, oh, because of this weekend. Well, you can, but well, it, can. it would be a very naive and ridiculous uh, thing to say. Yes, France will beat England. France will beat England. Yep. I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a good match. The It'll be a good I, match. The only thing I'm worried about is France do look really good. Yeah. Like And World Cups in their home nation. Like really good. Whereas, you know, England have had a little bit of a wobble now. Yeah. Another one is Eddie Jones. Steady Eddie. People are saying Eddie Jones out the door. I'm like, come on, people. He's done a great job. He should have been gone a long time ago. <laughs> well, we did both did say we were surprised that he carried on after World Cup. Yes. And that players might burn out. And you've got guys like Billy Villapola looking like he's burnt out. So, maybe. I I didn't feel like... There was quite a few who looked like they were burnt out after a very, very tough training camp yeah. with Eddie Jones. Steady Eddie. And maybe the whole COVID thing. Mate, another couple of things that caught my eye. What's that, bud? Lewis Liner. Who's that? He's the son of Michael Liner. Who's that? Second <laughs> rugby legend, rugby uh, godfather of fly halves, Australian. His son's playing for Harlequins. Had another great game. Seriously, this is a what guy to watch. What position does he play? Playing on the wing. Right. And he is someone to watch. Is he? He's someone to watch big time. Why is an Aussie over in England? 
his father can't or she came over here for work right and he's been here ever since right but if he goes back to australia i reckon within the next two years he will be lighting it up will he go back i really hope so because if he stays in england he's just going to be another number of players who you know he's a winger or he's yeah. a fullback so they've therefore, got a lot of those, got a lot don't, of those they? don't they yeah. and the other one is nfl mate what about it apparently i don't know much about it <laughs> well we don't know it both of us know not enough no about no it. that's right that's tom brady right. mate winning Who's didn't tom see brady? that one tom yeah uh, there was another thing uh, you Jules. know there was another upside down result because i would have yeah. put a lot of money on it then kansas city chiefs were going to win Tampa Bay Buccaneers, mate, thirty-one nine. The fairy tale apparently continues. The de- apparently, the defence of oh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were fantastic. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes still, even with all the heat that was on him, even with the dodgy foot, still threw some amazing passes. He's one to watch, isn't he? He's got a lot to learn as a youngster, but but like, like you, but like all of us, when you're a young rooster, <laughs> you got a lot to learn. Young rooster. But yeah, very impressive. Looking forward to this weekend's matches. That's for sure. Genuinely looking forward to it. Can't wait for the Six Nations. Can't wait also. Super Rugby. Super Rugby not far away. Super Rugby AU is this coming week. The 19th. Yeah. It's next one. Which mate. is next week. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> no, you said this week. <laughs> That'll be next podcast. I We're got, I got to told it was this week. My source was not good. Shall we go to listeners' questions, Tobes? Am I looking forward to AU? I think I'm a bit rugbyed out. Uh, Yes, let's go to listeners' questions. You can't say you're rugbyed out when you do a rugby podcast. Okay. Is that the reason why you're rugbyed out? I'm sick of you. (laughs) Come on, let's go. Chop, chop. Okay, brilliant question this. Okay, I'm listening. Brilliant question. Tom Brady, on the weekend, truly lived up to his name, The Goat. If you don't know what The Goat was. What is The Goat? Do you know what The Goat means? Do you know what the goat means? No. Greatest of all time. I'm not stupid. I wasn't born under a rock. Well, I was, but <laughs> I haven't lived there. Uh, my question to you both is, who is the goat in the following areas? So he's gone front row, second row, back row, halves, centers, and back three. Now, I've chucked a few names in here, Topes. I can see that. I've gone front row. For me, it's out of Keithwood. And Sean Fitzpatrick. Okay. Now, Sean Fitzpatrick used to play at prop. And he only made the switch when he went and played senior men's rugby. Okay, so he's he's not going to be the goat of the front rows then, is he? Well, is it Keith Wood or is it Sean Fitzpatrick? Well, it's, it's not Sean Fitzpatrick. So it's Keith Wood then. Correct. What about Owen... Um, so, uh, Owen... The Kiwi. Owen Farrell again. Uh, no. <laughs> Owen Franks. <laughs> yeah. Good player. Yeah. Not the goat, mate. You don't reckon? No. Nah. Carl Heyman? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe Carl Heyman up there. Yeah. But I definitely think it's either out of those two for me, but I go Keith Wood. Dane Coles? Yeah, I did think about Dane Coles, but... Kevin Mailamu? Oh, Kevin Mailamu, actually. That's a good <laughs> shout, isn't it? <laughs> He started in the centres. Why don't you put his name down in the centres? I marked him in the centres, mate. Yeah, barely. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He, he did a job on me, that's for sure. Uh, maybe Kevin Mialamo, yeah. actually. That's a good shout. Keith Wood or Kevin Mialamo? I don't even know who Keith Wood is. But... Oh, come on. <laughs> Island hooker. What, current? No. Oh, way, way back. Oh, okay. He was like the only good thing in Ireland at the time. 
Ireland were terrible. Keith Wood was amazing. Right. And he just played. He actually played, maybe we're talking about Dane Coles playing this running rugby. Expensive. Keith Wood was very expansive. I'm still going Kevin Malamu. Okay, I'll go Kevin Malamu. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, second rows, Victor Matfield. Yeah. Martin Johnson yeah. or John Eels. Lawrence Delalio. Mate, he's back row. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh. Also no, go... but he started out in the second row. But... <laughs> <laughs> back when he, he played for Ampleforth. <laughs> Did he go to Ampleforth? He went to Ampleforth. Their pitch that. is called the Lawrence Delalio pitch. Didn't know that. Yeah. Be... Did you know, I once, a, one of our boys got injured and I was on the pitch holding his head because he had a neck injury. Oh, God. For an hour. Waiting, I wouldn't have you, mate, waiting holding for my the am- neck if I had a neck waiting injury. Waiting for the ambulance to come. I tell you what, my elbows were numb. Oh, I bet you they were. Oh, my gosh. I had a helicopter, mate, come in there because they can't normally get uh, ambulances in. i tell you another interesting thing about the Amperforth first 15 pitch, which is the Lawrence Delalio pitch. Okay. It has curved uh, dead balls. So, yeah, it doesn't have like a Weird. straight line. It's curved dead Ooh, balls. I don't like that. I love it. It's Brilliant. like an AF, AFL. Yeah, it's just cool because I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, John Eels, because he could oh, kick as well. Or oh, Victor Matfield, actually. I'm gonna no, go, don't go Martin Johnson. I'm going to go Martin Johnson, nah, mate. Awful. Unbelievable player. Awful. Unbelievable. Awful. Do you know referees were more scared about refereeing him than any other player, apparently? He would Why? say things like, um, that's the first correct decision you've made all day. <laughs> Stuff like that. He'd he give, should be carded He'd for give that. them a penalty. He'll give, they'll give him a, give him England a penalty and he'll go, that's the first correct decision you've made all day. Like, he's just so imposing. But nowadays, the, the penalty would get reversed. Yeah, you're right. Back row. Yeah, there's only one name. Rich McCall. Yeah. Halves. You could you could have quite a few in here, if I'm honest. Who could you go for? Johnny Wilkinson. You could, but you'd yeah. be wrong. Yes, you would be wrong. Yeah. But um, no, it's a good shout. Yeah. Go on. Halves. Are we talking... Scrum half or oh, okay. fly half? Okay. Um, you could go George Gregan. Oh, you could, couldn't you? Yep. You could go George Gregan, but again... Justin Marshall. You'd be wrong. <laughs> I like Justin Marshall. Yeah, I, I Played don't. Canterbury. Great. Have I ever told you I like Canterbury? Um, who else could you go for the fly halves? You could go for... Latham? Let me think. Dan Daniel Carter. Carter. <laughs> and you'd be... Correct. I, I, I do agree. There's a lot... I mean, George Gregg and I kind of hadn't really thought about him because Dan Carter came straight to mind. Byron Kelleher. <laughs> Oh, God, I really did not <laughs> oh, like Byron Carroll. He was Carol. village, eh? Awful. Village. Centres. Yes. Brian O'Driscoll. It, Jeremy yep. Guscott. Don't know who that is. Maha Nonu. Yes. Tim Horan. Yeah. You would. You like old snake hips? I'm not sure who snake hips is. Slow, um, slow pace um, Conrad? <laughs> no pace Conrad. <laughs> yeah. I do like Conrad, yeah. But was he better than Maha Nonu? No, no one is. I'm going to say... Controversial again. I'm sure you'll you'll tell me, Jeremy Guscott and Brian O'Driscoll. Brian O'Driscoll, fantastic, yeah, absolute class. And I have no one's a better passer of the ball than Martin Onu. I think you kind of got to give it to Brian though. Yeah, because Martin Onu played in a great, always played in a great team. Tana Umanga, 
Yeah, he yeah, always had true. great players around him. Yeah. Brian O'Driscoll Frank had no one. Frank Bunce? It was like Brian O'Driscoll against the world. The show. The Brian O'Driscoll show. And in his in his tenure, Brian O'Driscoll, he took average teams and won Six Nations. Yeah. And, 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 uh, well, they can't have been that average, and, though. Yeah, but he kind of brought them on is what I'm trying to say. I so I'm going to really go like Brian O'Driscoll. Back three, though. This is a real tough one, isn't it? Geordie Barrett. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I was just sorry. Did I, I swear? Mes- sorry, no. I was mem- mesmerised no, by I the tumbleweed rolling across <laughs> the 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 studio floor. Uh, said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, there's I, a I've couple gone, of good names in here. Is he flower? Nah, never. Jason Robinson. Yeah, he's up there. Christian Cullen. He's definitely up there. Shane Williams. Mm, good, good. Nah, but it's got to be Jonah. Jonah Lyon. It's got to be Jonah. So, um, Campisi. <gasps> Good shout, <laughs> Campisi. Love Campisi. Love Campo. Campo. Can't you can't say that. You don't know him. Uh, who else? Mills Molina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Mills Molina. Joe Rockathoco. He's good, mate. Yeah. Let's go back. Sivi, Let's go back. Sivivatu. Mil, Mills Molina. <laughs> he did a job, didn't he? <laughs> he played 100 test matches. Yeah, I know. He didn't play 101. He played 100. Yeah. They were like, thank God. <laughs> so that we'll get him to there. the century. <laughs> then we'll and get then rid we'll of him. burn him off. <laughs> no, he's a good player. Really you could have player. a lot, though, on the back three, couldn't you? Glenn Osborne was a great player. And then old Christian Cullen come along and spoilt his party. How good was Christian Cullen, though? Do you know the worst fullback ever to play for New Zealand? Geordie Barrett? Shane Howarth. Oh, I don't know him. But what you won't know about Shane Howarth is he played for the All Blacks, and then he went and played for Wales. Oh. And was equally as bad for Wales, but he could kick. That's fine. Boy, could he kick. Oh, Andrew Murdens for the halves? Andrew was a great, but couldn't tackle. <laughs> no, I couldn't do much else than kick. Cool. No, no, he, he was a good runner. What about Carlos Spencer? Oh, I love King Carlos. Carlos. Love Have you Carlos. seen him at the moment? I he's an absolute a, beast. Yeah, I bet you he is a beast. Eh? Yeah. Mate, what's your question to me? Oh, oh yeah, this is, this is quite a, a nice little question as well. When COVID is all over, where's the first place you're going to go? It could be. It could be. What? I'm going to go out for dinner with my family, or I'm going to go overseas with my family. What are you going to do? Do you know when COVID's officially over? Yeah, you're going to take me out for dinner. Eh? Glass of I'm wine. Gonna, the first thing I'm going to do is me. come out my door. I'm going to go up the stairs. <laughs> and I'm going to knock on your door, mate, and I'm going to say, "I've wanted to." No, I don't really want to. <laughs> uh, first thing. First thing I'm going to do. I'm definitely going to go out for for a massive meal with yeah. the family. Going to see my parents-in-law. Yeah. Um, it's going to be really good, I yeah. have to say. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Look, I'm looking forward to the freedom. Yeah. The freedom. It's just grinding my gears at the moment. We are lucky, aren't I'm we? I'm leaving, bud. We have I told lucky. you I'm leaving? <laughs> I'm going to Switzerland. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, sorry? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> no, I think we're lucky because, uh, I mean, we're teaching online. Yeah. But we've got a place to stay. We've got a place to stay. Got we've still got jobs. Um, and we haven't had it yet that we know of. Yeah. And we've got the boys in the boarding house to keep us entertained. 
They keep us busy. So one of the one of our listeners said, "Do the boys listen to the podcast and do they give you any stick?" So they only listen to the Toby, 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 Toby. <laughs> That's all they listen <laughs> they to. They listen to the start, don't they? <laughs> it's like the Simpsons. You know, the Simpsons starts always slightly different. Yeah, that's but true. Really yeah. very similar. I think that's all they do it for. Yeah. So yeah, but what, so what about you? Um, I'll travel. I'll probably go somewhere. Yeah, I'll go overseas somewhere. I think we wanted to go. Again, I'll probably go to the pub, have a pint, have some food, that sort of thing. God, but that, I would like to go see my family. It does sound so good, doesn't it? Going mm. to the pub, something. Yeah, just having some food, just socializing, socializing with other people. Yeah. Right, this isn't a COVID. Uh, this isn't a COVID podcast. You've answered my question, so we can move on. <laughs> okay, if you could, if you could play under any coach, who would you have liked to have played under, and why? Um, who's the old sevens coach? Gordon Titchens. Yeah, I think I'd like just to just to know what it's like. It was he was brutal. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Just to know what it's like. He was unbelievably brutal. I don't think... So I used to play my sevens with the guy who was in the sevens squad when they were like world beaters. No one could beat them. Yeah. And he said one day they were in Hong Kong, I think, and they did like a two-hour session and they lost like five kgs. Yeah. Ridiculous. I got a good story about Gordon Titchens. So I'm, you know, I'm already bored. <laughs> it's 45 minutes is up. I'm out the door. Um, Gordon Titchens obviously was, you know, uh, on the World Series coaching the New Zealand team. Ben Ryan, the England coach, yes. kind yeah. of looked at Gordon Titchens and, and, and the New Zealand seven set up. And he was so interested in what they were doing that he, he spied on them. Oh, did he? And what he did was he saw that Gordon loaded the lads up into a bus and he hopped in his car and he followed the team bus. And Gordon Titchens, on the day of the tournament, and I believe it might have been the second day, so they'd already been absolutely, you know, rogered. Yeah. <clears throat> and he took them to the hills and the, the morning of the tournament and he made them do hill sprints. Yeah. And Ben Ryan was like, what is going on? But apparently, it's all about the Venus return. You know how you how you break through. Yeah, so we used to do that before our tournaments. Yes. So we used to bugger ourselves before a game. Yeah. And then the game seemed easier. That's right. Yeah. And, and basically, you know, you normally hit a wall. Yeah. And you get through that. But by doing those hill sprints, he, he worked out that you that's already, what he was trying to do. You've already been through the wall yes. kind of thing, yeah. So he used to follow him around and try and find out exactly what was happening. Yeah. Because he wanted to learn yeah. from the best. And Smart. Gordon Titchens so he's a cheat. was the best. I reckon Scott cheap. Robinson would be great to play under. Scott Robinson, yeah. Yeah. Um, Graham Henry? Graham Henry would have been really good. But uh, I, the, the reason why I see Scott Robinson, he, if, have you heard about the theme stuff that he does? No, so the season he, has a theme. Oh, okay. And he does it through. And actually, it's t- taking off now across the world. And lots right. of coaches are, are basically trying to, Copy I guess him. it just adds a bit of fun, doesn't it? Oh, the the players absolutely love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. Because it, it, being a professional athlete is very monotonous, isn't it? It's just over the same thing over and over again. And if you add a bit of spice to it, then then it's fun. I remember um, training for surf lifesaving, 
And if I wasn't keen on training that day, we used to find heaps of stones, put a stick in the sand and just throw stones at it and just talk rubbish. And that was our training session. <laughs> Very professional. Yeah. <laughs> and skim them. I forgot to mention, mate, that first question was from Michael Davis in the UK. Oh, yeah. Um, Die Perk. Thank you very much for for all your your emails there. Um, you talked about relegation, okay. And his question is that you know everyone's talking about the you know <clears throat> the premiership and there might not be relegation, and everyone th- seems to think it's a big problem. But Super Rugby doesn't have relegation. Major League Baseball doesn't have relegation. The NBA doesn't have relegation. Six Nations. Six doesn't Nation have doesn't have relegation. Um, Super Rugby's don't. Pro 14 doesn't right. have it, Super Rugby. So he said, what's the, what's the issue? And 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 he's right, but the difference between all those, apart from maybe the basketball and... Well, NBA. Yeah, it's a very... They don't have, isn't, isn't a long season, though? A I'm very just, long season, but they don't have yeah, relegation. But that, that's what I mean. The, the difference is that it's this is a really long season and basically very, very early doors you'll have potentially teams that just will not will not be featuring later no. on. So they just, they literally give up. And and because it's a contact sport, they write off the season and then rest their players yeah. and have these very one-sided games. Whereas if you look at Super Rugby, you look at the NFL, you look at all of these, they're all quite short seasons, quite intense. But they play their best team every single week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas I think it's different in non-contact sports. Would you think that the premiership, the current premiership at the moment, should almost be split in two? Yes, I think... How many are there now? Well, they potentially are going to go to 14. And I do agree with you. I think they should do it almost... I mean, that's like... A bit like... That's um, like conference system in the NFL or uh, is the basketball have conference system as yeah. well? Yeah. So that, that makes it more spice because you're always trying to win your conference. Yeah. So, you know, only when but you go to the playoffs. The minor it, 10 cup yeah. has that, doesn't it? Yeah. Is it five oh, teams? Okay. But, so uh, what I would be saying is I reckon it should go into two pools of seven. Right. And they should play each other home and away. Okay. And then the top, you know, two in each pool or the top, four or whatever go into the quarters um, because that would mean that your your season's much more intense yeah there's lots of opportunity to get up the ladders you're yeah. never that far off but you know if you're if you're at 14th place at Christmas time you know you're not going to make it out what's the point yeah and that is the that is the issue mm. we've had quite a few mail, emails through I just wanted to thank everyone for that I just wanted to mention some of the names um, our good friend Ben Affleck sent us a lot of um, information about the rugby league to rugby. And Matt Duffy, Benji Marshall, John Kerwin, Tui Gamala, John Timu, those guys, and many, many more. So thank you very much for that. Uh, and the only other one I wanted to mention was um, Derek Scott. Thank you very much for your email as well. Thanks very much for begging me. (laughs) (laughs) Saying we didn't really know that much about the No, we don't. And we we don't. don't. We're just trying to do our best job we can. We're going to go over to the end of the show. And we're going to finish it off today 
with play of the week. Yes. What was your play of the week, Topes? Well, funny enough, we sort of covered it. Uh, and it was, I think my play of the week was the, the spiral kick. Oh. You know what? When you said it, I was like, that should have been my play of the week. Because yeah. that was one heck of a kick. 80 meter spiral kick. You don't see him very much these days. No. On on the full full ball running, a eh? on the money as well. Whacked it, ended up five meters out from the English try line. The other one was the Johnny May drop, like that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> he he hit it, he hit it. I know. And then he dropped it. And he dropped it. It was a great. It was, a, and it was a real game momentum swinger, yes. wasn't it? Yeah, you could tell by the expression on his face, and you know he really sort of fist pumped and got yeah. into it. Yeah, he played well. He did play very well. But did he play as well as Cameron Redpath? The new lad at 12 from Sidbar, 21 years of age, first international, was fantastic. Was he good? In fact, I'm going to go as far to say as he won the game for Scotland. And he won the game at this point. So, it was anyone's to win. Ben Curry makes a line break. They're building pressure. The first time they've gone through a number of phases, and he cuts inside. Cameron Redpath goes over top and turns him over and gets a penalty. Match one. With 10 minutes to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they they looked like they were going to go and score, mate. Yeah. And he turned it over, got the penalty. They then kicked themselves down, put a lot of pressure on England, could have got another couple of penalties and, and won the game. Cameron Redpath, for me... He's one for the future, is he? Outstanding player. So you got Finn Russell, outstanding. Cameron Redpath, outstanding. Van der Merwe, very, very good. Okay. Stuart Hogg, outstanding. You know, that's a good back line going forward. They're young as well. They're rebuilding as well, aren't they? Yeah. You know, all those young players. It's going to put pressure on the older ones as well. Absolutely, yeah. Make competition a bit better. So that's my play of the week. Yeah, fantastic. May I've enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed it? Always enjoy it. Always enjoy it, mate. It's always a pleasure entertaining you boys and girls. Always a pleasure, never a chore. I wonder what our ratio of male to female is. Mostly male. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, hang on. I've I've got a song for the ladies. Just wait for this. Absolutely, Millage. Absolutely. That's right. What do you think our our ratio to male to female is, Toby? (laughs) What, um, have you had any emails from females? We've had one or two (laughs) over the years. Not your wife, mate. (laughs) Oh, those types of emails. (laughs) No, we did. We had, we've had a couple of, um, yeah, definitely on Twitter. Oh, right. More, more modern, mate. More oh, modern technology. Yeah, no, I don't do modern. They don't do the Gmail, mate. They do the, I the Twitter. I want a uh, slate and chisel. To dear Toby. Take them half a day to chisel out my name. Jeez, this is taking quite a long time, isn't it? <laughs> now I've got to take a picture of my phone and send it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite funny for you. Well done. I applaud that. It's really, you know, there's, I had another moment of absolute, well, I, I would like to say genius um, today, <laughs> which was um, I was on a Zoom call and um, the person on the Zoom call, it was LT. Oh, yeah. And she said, oh, I'm, uh, I'm really sorry. I'm freezing over here, as in 
the picture. Yeah. And I went, yeah, it's really cold outside, isn't it? <laughs> did she laugh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she laughed, but she did it freezing. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Proper anyway, mate, joke. Yes. As always, it's a pleasure. Until Catch- next time. Catch you later. <laughs> Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.